Okay, uh, I was asked to talk about one of the items on the new list was eating on Erev Shabbos. The Indian of eating on Erev Shabbos. So there are basically two Gemaras. There's a Gemara Masech is Gitten Daflamet Ches where the Gemara tells us a pretty startling thing. The Gemara says, Amar Yochanan, Shtei Mishpachos Hayu Birushalayim Achas Kavas Udasa B'Shabata V'Achas Kavas Udasa B'Erev Shabbos B'Shtei Nekru that there were two families in Yerushalayim. One of them used to make their su'uda on Shabbos. The other one made their su'uda on Erev Shabbos. Both of those families were uprooted. So right away, it jumps out at you, what's wrong with making a su'uda on Shabbos? Aren't you supposed to make three of them? So uh, Rashi points out that the point is that they did it at the time of the drasha. That at a time when there was a shear going on in shul, that's when they dafka went and they made their suda. And they were kaveya suda at that point in time, so they were trying to avoid Talmud Torah. And that's why they were ne'akar. What about the suda on Erev Shabbos? So Rashi has two days. First day Rashi has is that no, Erev Shabbos doesn't mean Erev Shabbos. It means Friday night. And it was also at the time of the drasha that they, uh, they, they made their suda at the time of the drasha on Friday night. Or, Rashi says, now the problem with doing it Friday night was that they made their Friday night suda better than their Shabbos day suda. And we know the Gemara in 10th Parakah says that if you have the option of being mechabed either the daytime meal or the nighttime meal, if you have a delicious dessert, you're either going to serve it Friday night or you're going to serve it Shabbos day. You're supposed to serve it Shabbos day. If you can use the silver for one meal, either Friday night or Shabbos day, you use it Shabbos day. So you have to make the Shabbos day meal a better meal than the Friday night meal. But then Rashi has a second day. Rashi says, no, maybe Erev Shabbos really means Erev Shabbos. There will kovea su'uda on Erev Shabbos. doesn't mean Friday night. It means Mamash Erev Shabbos. What's the problem with that? So says Rashi, because then they're going to go, they're already going to be Soveya on Erev Shabbos. They're not going to be Nicholas Shabbos Kushutava. They're not going to be uh, hungry when it comes time for the Friday night meal. So they're not going to, going to be able to enjoy their Shabbos meals the way they're supposed to because they had a Suda on Erev Shabbos. That's the Gemara Gittin Lamed Ches according to Rashi. So if you take that Gemara Gittin Lamed Ches according to Rashi, so you see there's a problem with Kaviya Suda on Erev Shabbos. Problem is, there's another Gemara. Gemara Pesachim Tzai Tesem Bey is the very first Amud in Perak Arve Pesachim, where Rabbi Yossi Omer, we pass on Rabbi Yossi, who says that on Erev Shabbos, in contrast to Erev Pesach, on Erev Shabbos you could be Ochel Vaholich Hachetach and it's Machlokz Rishonim, Beis Yosef quotes, and Reish Mem Tes, but we Paskin, like the Rov Rishonim who hold that that means that you're even allowed to start a meal on Erev Shabbos. You could start a meal whenever you want. Erev Shabbos, the whole day, it's fine to have a meal. So it's a steer between the two sugyas. On the one hand, the Gemara Gittin, Lamed Ches, with no one arguing, says that uh, family was Nekar, because they were Ochel on Erev Shabbos. On the other hand, the Gemara Pesachim Saditas, Rabbi Yossi, who we Paskin like, Ochel v'holei chachetech shach, you don't have to worry about a thing. So to resolve the stira, and how you resolve the stira is obviously going to have major ramifications, halach l'maysa. So to resolve the stira, the Ramban had two suggestions. Suggestion number one the Ramban has is Ramban git and lamed ches. The Ramban says maybe it depends if you do it as a one-time thing or you do it consistently. For a one-time thing, okay, so you can have a z'yochel v'holei chachetech But every single Friday you're going to go and you're going to have a suda, that's no good. Every single Friday to go and have a suda, that shows disrespect for Shabbos. A one-time thing, you're getting together with friends or whatever, so you can do it. But, uh, but to do it all the time, the kvius is a problem. Then the Ramban says, maybe the issue is that you're not going to prepare properly for Shabbos. It's not the achila per se that's the problem. It's getting involved in anything that's going to distract you from what you're supposed to be doing on Erev Shabbos, 
which is preparing for Shabbos, right? We know the Gemara uh, makes a big deal out of the fact that Amorayim stopped whatever they were doing on Erev Shabbos to go out of the way to prepare themselves for Shabbos. Rapam's grandson, Davin Zemayshul, he told me that every Erev Shabbos his grandfather would get up and make a potato kugel. Every Erev Shabbos. He wanted to go and do something himself to prepare for Shabbos. So you're supposed to go and prepare for Shabbos. And if you're eating, you're going to be distracted. So there's no Isra to eat, per se. But because that family was Kovea Suda, they didn't prepare properly for Shabbos. And that's why that family was Nekar. That's how the Ramban suggests. However, the Beis Yosef in Reish Memtes in Arachayim has a different suggestion. And this is what, obviously, we pass on because this is what, what expresses itself in Shulchan Aram. Beis Yosef says the difference is between eating and between being Kovea Su'uda. That when you eat, that's fine. You can be Ochel V'Holei You can always eat on Erev Shabbos. But to be Kovea yourself with a real legitimate Su'uda, that's the problem. Now, what's the problem? Kovea Su'uda when on Erev Shabbos? Can have and what's the definition of kviya suda? You can't have a bagel because you have to wash for that. That's kviya suda. So what are you not allowed to do? Is there a difference between morning, afternoon, late afternoon? So the Rambam, when the Rambam formulates this din, it's a very striking formulation. The Rambam says three, what sounds like three things. Number one, he says in Hilchas Shabbos Paraglamet Alach Adalid, Asu lekvoa suda mishtaber of Shabbos mekvoda Shabbos. You can't have suda on erev Shabbos. Good because of kavod Shabbos. Koveya suda, you can't do. Number two, you can eat and drink as much as, you know, till it gets dark, that's fine, you can eat and drink. Number three, even though you can eat and drink, you shouldn't be koveya suda in the last part of the day, in the Shabbos. So wait a second. The Rambam says in number one, he says three things. Statement number one was, don't be Kovei Asuda at all on Erev Shabbos. Then statement number three is, don't be Kovei Asuda in a Mincha Which is it? So if you pay careful attention to the Rambam, Madan Mishnah explains, and it's so maduk in the words, the Rambam's first halach was not, not to be Kovei Asuda on Erev Shabbos at all. Not to be Kovei Asuda umishta Erev Shabbos, is the way the Rambam said it. Halacha number three is, don't be Kovei Asuda. What's the difference? What's the definition of, of a party, of Mishta? Party is something you do how often? Rarely, right? A Suda is something you do how often? Every single day. So to be Kovea Suda Mishta, to be Kovea Suda that's greater than a Suda you would normally have, it's greater than a Suda you would normally have on a weekday. You make a big Suda, a feast-like Suda, so that you can't do at all on Erev Shabbos, even starting in the morning. To be Kovea Su'uda that's just like a Su'uda you would have during the rest of the week, that's only Asr Minamin Chomayla from nine hours and on on Erev Shabbos. Eating, Stam, a snack, that you're allowed to do the entire day on Erev Shabbos. Those are the, that's the breakdown, and that's what expresses itself in Shulchan Aruch, in Shulchan Aruch, Simon Reish Memtes, and Archaim, Se'if Beis, that uh, exactly like the Rambam. You can eat a weekday meal until Mincha, cannot eat a bigger meal at all on Erev Shabbos, bigger than a weekday meal, and even a weekday meal you shouldn't eat after Mincha. Snacks you could eat, though, after Mincha if you'd like, right? That's what we, we pass. Now the Shulchan Aruch says the reason is we want you to be hungry for the nighttime meal, right? We want you to be hungry when it comes time for, uh, for the Shabbos meal. There's a fascinating Bir Alacha, Rav, Rav Tani Lauer was here yesterday from Rav Wilson, a good, an old friend of mine, and he pointed out the Bir Alacha and Reish Memtas. I was schmoozing this over with him. Bir Alacha and Reish Memtas says, wait a second, if you're not, and he quotes, it's a dark emotion, B'Shem Nero Zeruah. It says like this, if you're not allowed to eat on Friday, late Friday afternoon, because it's going to ruin your Shabbos meal, right? So says Bir Alacha, wait a second, 
there's another Shabbos meal you have to worry about also, Shabbos morning meal, right? So shouldn't there be a halacha also that you shouldn't be allowed to eat anything before your Shabbos morning meal? Because it's going to make you not hungry for your Shabbos morning meal? It says, if there's such a halacha that you're not going to eat in the second half of the day on, on Friday because it's going to ruin, ruin your Friday night meal. So everyone talks about making kiddush with mazonos and then going and having a meal. Right? So what's the issue? Kiddush makam suda issue. Right? Is it really kiddush makam suda if you're not washing? Okay, so we're so mech that mazonos is called the suda and that's why we make the kiddush with the mazonos and then we go to... Forget kiddush makam suda. What about... Not eating before you do the Shabbos, you're going to go and fresh out of Kiddush and have kugels and chalent and this and that, and then you're not going to be able to, to have a, a Shabbos meal when you're, when you're hungry. If we're worried about the Friday night meal, we should be worried about the Shabbos morning meal also. That's the Ha'ara of the Bir Allah, a fascinating Ha'ara. He points out Darkei Moshe doesn't like this Arzurua, but he thinks he can reject all of the reasons that the Darkei Moshe doesn't like this Arzurua. So for all the reasons that there might be not to want to participate in the Kiddush, you hold that the Mizonos is in a Suda, or Rav Shepta has a fancy Vart B'Shem the Rav, that there's a Din of a Svek Sveka, and that's what we're Somechan when we have the Mizonos, based on the Shittas Arrival. If you remember our Kiddush Yurim, we discussed that going, going back uh, a little while. But whatever it is, this is something we never thought of. Right? Well, at least I didn't. The Bir Alacha points out that you have just preparing for the for the for the suuda. You shouldn't overeat before the suuda. There are other reasons also. For the Mishnah Bura says also if you eat too much on 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 Arab Shabbos, so like the Ramban said, you're not going to end up preparing for Shabbos. Right? It's going to take you away from preparations for Shabbos. And the Bir Alacha adds that it shows a disrespect for Shabbos when you make your Friday meal just as good as your Shabbos meal. It should be Zion to Shabbos. That you show your Shabbos meal is not going to be any greater than your Friday meal. So that alone is also Zion to Shabbos. So there are, what are the exceptions to the rule? Are there any exceptions to this rule of not eating on Friday afternoon? So the uh, not eating a Suda on Friday afternoon? So the Ramah writes that if it's Suda's bris meal or Pidina Ben, then it's okay. Because that's a mitzvah to do that day. You're not supposed to wait till the next day. Post can discuss what about a meal of Shalom Bismana? Right? What if it's a meal that anyway, the baby, it's two weeks after the baby was born, three weeks after the baby was born, the baby was premature. It's a meal of Shalom Bismana. So can, should you push it off till Sunday? Right? That's what the, the, the Achronim discussed. No, the Behuda was asked a Shaila, there is a halacha that a Bukhar fasts on Erev Pesach. Right? We're familiar with this halacha. Yet, none of you probably even know a Bukhar who ever fasted on Erev Pesach. Why? Because what does everyone do? They hear a Siyum. Right? They go to a seum, they do something, they participate in the Sudas Mitzvah. Nodbuda was asked, there was a town apparently where no one was making a seum, no one was finishing anything. And uh, Nodbuda in uh, Yardea, Tinyana, uh, Simon Kufsam Vav, was asked, what about if we just, we have a baby that was born a few weeks ago and uh, is sort of ready for a Mila a week before Pesach, maybe we could just keep him around for a little bit, do the Mila on Erev Pesach, we'll all participate in the Suda, and there you'll have your, your Sudas Mitzvah and we'll be able to go. So Nadavid said, Chas v'shalom. First of all, if you have a mitzvah to do, even if it's already shalom mana, you don't delay a mitzvah. If, as soon as the baby is ready for the bris, so you count a week from then, that's what we do, and that's when you do the bris. And you don't, uh, you don't push off any further. You don't say, ah, it's a mitzvah shalom mana anyway. You don't do that. And besides for that, he says, ideally we would try to avoid having a special suuda on a, a bris, rather, on, on, on a Thursday or a Friday. Why? Because it's going to make the baby and it might lead you to having to be Mechal Shabbos for that baby on Shabbos. You don't want to have to come to do that. So, uh, but what leaves, what's unstated is what about the Suda? 
So even a mila shalobas mana, suudas mila is enough of a mitzvah that we're not worried about achila, even though mila, a suudas mila is going to be a bigger suda than you have during the week normally, but that's okay. That you're allowed to do. So the, the Ramah says, mila and pitin aben, the biralacha adds in, siyum masechta also. Now you could argue, what do you mean siyum masechta? Wait two days. Right, by the Mila Pidina Ben, it's a mitzvah, you got to do it now. Is there a mitzvah of Siyum Masechta that you got to do it right now? Chazer for another day, it won't kill you. But the Bir Allah quotes that there's such an idea that Siyum Masechta, which really touches on an issue of is there ever a Zman for a Siyum Masechta? Meaning, like, uh, about nine days, right? You're not supposed to delay your learning, slow your learning, speed up your learning. It's supposed to be right when you would make the Siyum anyway. So maybe there is such an Indian of making the Siyum of the, the, the real Siddhas Mitzvah being Mamish on that, on that day. Okay, now there is, just to add, Mishabur and Reish Nun, Sifkat and Beis, says that there is a Minag or a Mitzvah to taste the food on Erev Shabbos. To at least take a Ti'ima. And there are two possible reasons. Mishabur says, in case the food is off, in case you need to uh, add something to it, that's one. And the Sharetzian, he says that the tasting itself it's mashma from Maxovitri that tasting itself is itself, he says it's mashma from Mishul for Shlomo. Maxovitri says like this, Bishem Yushalmi, that tasting itself is a mitzvah. That the tasting itself sort of like gets you excited for Shabbos, that's part of your achana for Shabbos. But again, it should be a tasting, it shouldn't be a major kaviyasuda late in the day on Friday afternoon. Okay. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.